0: Welcome everyone to the special education inner circle podcast. I'm your host Catherine Witcher and today I have with me Mei Ling, who is someone that I met because she invited me onto her podcast which is called Exceptional Leaders. I got to know just a little bit about the work that she does and I knew that she had to come here and share some stories with you. So Mei Ling, thank you for being here today. Thank you. I'm so excited for you being on this podcast. I know when we had talked, um, this is about
1: a year ago, um, this was not in your to-do list. So, so wonderful.
0: It was not, you know, but after doing quite a few interviews and you being one of those, I was like, I I love this format to be able to just tell it like it is in our special education community and just really connect with parents and teachers. So they're going to be so excited to see the perspective that you have. But can you start out by sharing a little bit about who you are and what your background is and how you kind of ended up here with us telling stories?
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, so I am a speech language pathologist and I have been practicing for just over 16 years. Um, I have a wide breadth of experience from pediatric um, through K-8, and then also geriatric, acute, acute rehab, and end of life. And the reason why I say that is not a lot of speech therapists really jump around like that. Um, But for me, I spent a number of years in each section, and it really was um, important to my overall understanding of language through the lifetime. Um, I also have a love of technology, Catherine, and so I am that early adopter. You know, I buy the first thing that comes out, and that actually served me well because I got the iPad uh, years ago. So it came out in 2010 and in 2012 I had it in my hands and I realized the power of the apps and that was incredible. So through all of my uh, clinical services after that I brought the iPad in and I was using it even with people with dementia. Um, So it has been incredible. And then I have a specialization now in AAC and using AAC um, in classrooms, um, again post-stroke or acute settings, things like that. So all of that has, uh, it all comes together. And you know, Catherine, you never know where you're going, but when you look back, you're like, Oh, this all makes sense.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So I love that you share that you have that lifespan experience as uh, an SLP that you have this lifespan experience with technology, because that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about today. So here, we're always talking about the IEP and that the IEP is supposed to prepare a child for further education, employment, independent living. And that feels very far away. It feels very difficult to kind of wrap our brain around as parents and teachers of what could this future look like. And I know that you have connected with so many different people of so many different ability levels and interest levels and, and just different ways that they are, really contributing in their community. And so explain to me a little bit about Exceptional Leaders. Where did that come from? And just kind of jump into that a bit.
1: So Exceptional Leaders actually came out of the um, website that we have. And it is a course, um, professional course development and offering. It's called Exceptional Ed. So from there, you can take um, ongoing professional development classes. And then if you're a parent or a caregiver, we also have classes in there. We're very strong in the AAC area. So augmentative and alternative communication. Um, We just, we have a lot of special education focused types of courses. So from there, I started to really... um, get introduced to people who were so amazing in this area, in that they weren't just speech language pathologists creating courses. We also found special education teachers, assistive technology experts, and parents. And that really started to um, excite me. Honestly, I love people's stories, Catherine. I'm that person that will be in line and end up talking to, you know, the, the person in front and the person in back. And uh, instead of fighting that, which I know always embarrassed my kids, <laughs> I finally embraced it. And I think that's, you know, what you would have done also is yes, you have this career, you know, you were a special education teacher, I was a speech language pathologist, but then you have all these other gifts and talents. And what I found was again, going back to I love technology, I'm also kind of fearless to engage with it and so when i heard that other people were podcasting and doing facebook lives i was like i could do that right and uh yes i was super nervous and my hair and makeup had to be perfect you know not like these millennials (laughs) that just turn on you know their webcam but i said you know what if i do this i can actually share other people's stories and that's the piece that excited me that's what brought me to you and so many other people who um they're they're just so immersed in this area of special needs and special education and disabilities and hearing their stories Catherine it just compounds your understanding of what's really going on out there and that's what you're talking about like what goes beyond the IEP you know what goes on in families homes what goes on for the individual who has a disability we have um we've shared so many just amazing stories about people and from their own voice. And I think that's the most powerful part. Um, You know, we say that inspiration is only one episode away. And it's so true. I mean, if you want that feel-good story and the belief in humanity and belief in people and just – I don't even know how to tell you. I mean, I I typically – I am so inspired myself that I get carried away in my interviews, which I'm sure you do too, you know, and um, and I just said today, I did a Facebook live and I always say, oh my God, this is like the best interview. And I I always feel like that, right? I know you're not supposed to have favorites, but the stories are just so incredible. So that's where the Exceptional Leader podcast came out. Um, I committed to doing one every week for a year. Um, I ended up doing 50, so I took two episodes off and it was insane. It, you know, I'm sure you know, you know, to do it, to get the uh, interviews, to edit. And then um, I met Martin Sibley, who is now my co-host and he is actually um, in England and he was known in 2016, he was term he was labeled um, the third most influential person with a disability in Britain.
0: Oh, so I love I,
1: that. Right. And so he does have um, spinal muscular atrophy. And so he is wheelchair bound. However, his accomplishments are amazing. Um, this was years ago before um, Airbnb, he and his partner created uh, a Commable, and they sold it to Airbnb afterwards. Wow. Um yes. And that was that came out of them wanting to travel and you know be as independent as they could be. So his his, his friend um, was also wheelchair bound and they had caregivers and they started to realize like wow this is so difficult. And so they started to rate places and created this site and finally Airbnb uh, came out. So they exited to that company. And then he now has another company, um, Disability Horizons. It's an online magazine. And then he also started Purple Goat, which is marketing to huge companies. We're talking like Target and JCPenney um, for disability ads and sponsorship. So, okay. So just you incredible. just.
0: Yeah, you just jumped right in. You're like, by the way, there's this guy, Martin, that is now my co host on the podcast. And he does, and you just named off three phenomenal businesses. And when I look at Martin and I see a picture of him, and for those of you that are listening, you can't see the picture behind her, but I, I know, you know, who that is behind you on the wall there. That's Martin. And there's a lot of people that would have preconceived notions about Martin's abilities because he's wheelchair bound. I mean, in and, and its, you know, they see the headrest, they see the wheels, they, they just make assumptions. And I'm here talking to parents and teachers on this podcast, who feel stuck right now. They feel judged, they feel not part of their community because of not just everything that's happening right now, you know. Thank you, 2020, um, for all the things, but just in general, there's a huge disconnect between our special education community and our general education community. And I'm hearing you tell Martin and I'm going, he he bridged that gap by creating his own lane, by just showing what he's able to do. So I love those, and we'll make sure that we're going to have links so you guys can reach Mei Ling and all the resources that she has, and then that's how you can get to Martin and all the things that he has and all of that. But you also told me a story, let's just keep going with this, of people who have really shown that there's more than what the school system offers. So what else have you got for us, Mayling? I could go on for days, Catherine.
1: So I definitely want to point you to listening to the Exceptional Leaders podcast. There are so many great stories. Um, and I'm going to highlight one that we did uh, earlier this year. I think it was like June. Um, it's actually a story about Siri, but her mom was my guest on the show. And her, the mom is Swati Um, Siri was not being served well within the school system. Um, she had a lot of behaviors and she just, you know, they weren't able to find the communication system that worked for her. And, and some of it was just that she She was so unhappy that she really wasn't even open or flexible to using one. And so this is, you know, an an old tale. We see this many times where we just cannot find the right system, whether it's communication symbols or typing or this jazzy, uh, you know, iPad app. Um, And there's just so many options, right? Or we can do spelling. And none of these worked for her. Well, it wasn't until she aged out of school. So now she's home. She's not in the system anymore. And um, she was connected with Kate Ahern, who is an amazing um, AAC expert. So you can find her. You can Google her. She has, um, I can't think of her blog, but she has these just amazing free resources. So she started doing um, online school, and she was connected with Siri. And through Kate, they were able to, to make a connection and make a relationship. And the most important thing, Catherine, and you know this, is trust. So they were able to build trust, right? And this was virtually. And finally, um, they presented her with just an app, like, let's try it. And I'm not going to bring it up because I don't I don't want people to think that one app is the answer to everything, right? So right.
0: They, can we just clarify one thing real quick? Did you just say yeah. all of this story that you're telling, this happened virtually? Like, that's virtually. really important. So, the, okay. So I want our listeners to hear that. Like, okay, we're talking about virtual. We're not talking about intensive 24-7 in the home assistance. So virtually we've got technology, we've got an app that a professional thought would match up well. Again, yeah, there's many different apps that can match up very well with different individuals. Okay, so keep going now.
1: Yeah, so she now has this friendship, you know, and uh, and Kate was able to tease out from her Um, feelings. And that's how it just started. And she was able to reach out and start using this app. And within, I don't even know how many sessions, but um, Kate was able to record this and she shared this on Facebook. So this is why you know I feel comfortable to share this publicly. Um, She does have, I think, two or three sessions that you can watch. Um, Siri starts to share her opinions, how she's felt ostracized in school, how she's been underserved. And she was, I believe, 11 or 12 at the time. They also find out she can understand three languages. Um, They found out she can read uh, just so many amazing things. And mom actually... eventually was like, okay, you know what? I think they did, like I said, two or three sessions they shared and mom was like, okay, you know what? This is so overwhelming for us as a family that, you know, we're just going to keep it to ourselves. So I was able to interview Siri later. Um, after this, it happened a couple months for it to settle in and to hear mom's side of the story. Um, again, Catherine is such a great episode and she talks about how she felt like she had failed Siri for years you know, and it just, you know, what didn't she do? And, and then to now be able to connect with her. um, She has a beautiful relationship with her that she had not had before. Just so many wonderful things. And so this is a perfect example of there is so much growth and beauty and absolute life and richness after the IEP years.
0: And what I'm hearing too, is that her mom had a gut instinct because she she's like I, I feel like i've failed her but she knew there was more that that could be done and she didn't have the answers right away and i want our parents and teachers to know that like we don't always have the answers right away we don't always have the tools right away sometimes it's the right tool with the right person at the right time that just makes everything work together And that but if mom would have given up or if somebody would have said well. You know, she's a certain age, so she can't learn anymore. We can't introduce this technology anymore and put a false limitation on her. We would have never known these things about her. Exactly. Um, I also want to
1: say that they they found an opening with creativity. Um, She, she creates jewelry now, and that's something that they hadn't known that she would have, you know, an interest or affinity for. She now has a site, Designs by Siri, and it is flourishing.
0: Wow. And, you know, the entrepreneur... Side now this is this is two stories and I know we kind of chatted. There's a third one coming up too, with all of our favorite thing. It's coffee, Um, but it's this entrepreneurship of being able again to carve your own path and connect in the community and really use your skills to the full potential this is a huge opportunity going forward and it's not just about necessarily getting a job at the corner store or bagging groceries at the grocery store. There doesn't have to be limits like that. There are ways to collaborate where you don't have to do everything on your own. You can hear there's families that are working together. There's, you know, Martin who's working with other companies, you know, in, in partnerships and exiting, you know, into bigger ideas and bigger companies. There's so many different ways to collaborate. So, All right. Tell us about this coffee shop. Absolutely. So
1: um, I I am sharing Karen York. She is one of my co-authors in our recent book, Becoming an Exceptional Leader. And that is because um, she is a special education teacher who decided that she could do more and wanted to do more. What she was finding is that her students, because she was doing high school, were aging out. And they were staying in the the area in the neighborhood and she would connect with them and find out that they were not active in their lives or in the community. They did not have a independent um, adult activity to plug into and definitely did not have work opportunities. And so she and her husband and, and her family worked so hard and then they spent all of their savings and also we had community um, investment to open up a local coffee shop. so it's in Surprise, Arizona. It is a 501 um, C3 nonprofit and it's called Spencer's Place and that's um, in honor of her son. and it only employs young people with disabilities.
0: I love that again, you know, and I didn't even know that was the full story, but that's what it takes. It takes community. It takes collaboration. I love that it was a special education teacher because all of our special education teachers who are getting frustrated in the classroom, a lot, you know, a lot of times, let's just face it. Being a classroom teacher is not. Kind of the the long path for many people. There's a lot of turnover in our field for a lot of a, a lot of reasons. But seeing that vision and wanting to stay in the special needs community and wanting to connect, wanting to help our individuals move forward who need that extra support. It's possible whether you're in the classroom or you get this vision to be outside of the classroom. I love those pieces. So tell me what. Um, are you doing in technology right now? We didn't really talk about this piece, but I'm really curious about what's going on with um, technology. Is there anything, you said that you're kind of a geek about those things that you like to kind of jump right into it and see what's going on. Do you have any tips or ideas or things that people should be asking for? We're in the middle of virtual learning, we're in the middle of technology everywhere. So from a speech and language pathology um, perspective, what would you be telling people to be looking for in technology right now? Because we are looking beyond the IEP. We're, we're working way outside IEP goals right now. So do you have some, that's a, a very open-ended question. You take it where you want to go with technology and speech and what we should be looking for.
1: Wow. Okay. So teletherapy has been in existence for a long time and there have been so many amazing therapists who have been using it. So now since COVID, um, everyone is using teletherapy or telehealth or, you know, platforms. And I know that, um, we've been limited to whatever the school district provides or, um, being allowed to use, let's say zoom, you know, an outside platform. And so, um, I have seen the speech therapist just being so creative with using that uh, modality. So one of the things is you sign in, and as you and I are on here, each one of us have our cameras on. What I've seen very um, creative is a third person signing in. So you signing in again, like say on your mobile phone and giving that third person perspective. So the parent would have another um, tablet or another phone and giving that side view so that you can see the the students' environment, their body movements, um, how they're accessing. So if we're talking you know about parents, <clears throat> excuse me, of children who are using um, accessibility technology, how they're doing that, and that has been fantastic. So you'll have three cameras on. And, um, it's just thinking out of the box. So, you know, just something to think of that you may not have heard
0: before uh, my jaws kind of dropped. Cause I haven't <laughs> heard that one yet. See, I knew it. I knew if I asked <laughs> that you were going to give us something that we hadn't heard before. And, I love that. So that's been a big complaint of teachers who are saying, and therapists who are saying, I can't connect with my students. I can't see their body movement. I can't see what I would normally see if I had them in the same room with me. So you're saying, Mm -hmm. let's do that. Let's get this this other perspective so we can really help the whole person and what's happening. Oh, I love that. Okay. (laughs) So you have the Exceptional Leader podcast, you have the Exceptional Leader book, tell us um, a little bit more about what is up and coming, you know, on the podcast, what can we look forward to what are you working on or where we can connect with you.
1: Yes. So Becoming Exceptional Leader is available on all of the major uh, podcast platforms. So you can listen to it anywhere and it's free. Um, if you have anyone that you want to rec- uh, recommend to us who would be a great guest, please you know connect. That's how we found most of our people or I stalk them on LinkedIn or Facebook. That's another fun thing for me. Um, you can definitely follow me on Facebook. I'm, I have a professional um profile as SLP, where I do just a lot of you know industry information where you can connect with me personally. Um, I have a new book that's going to be coming out in the spring. It's Becoming an Exceptional AAC Leader. And in there, I am really connecting with the, the absolute most amazing people who are in AAC. We also have a, a number of AAC users. And I'll tell you one quick story. Um, Tim is not in the book, but we worked with him with one of the companies I work with right now. It's called Cognition. And at Cognition, we are working with brain computer interface and augmented reality in the space of AAC, which is incredible. Um, For any parent who hasn't heard of this before, we're looking at being able to put a headset on. And that's how you're going to be able to access AAC. So you don't have to reach out and touch it. You're going to use EEG signals from your brain. So that's really amazing. Yes. So definitely, you know, follow me on Facebook and Cognition for that. But Tim Jin is someone we were able to work with because we have an app called Speak Pros. That's available on the iPad and at $150, you can get access to eye tracking and facial tracking. So that's a a very low entry point to have um, access to AAC app that you don't have to reach out and touch. Um, It's not as precise as eye gaze, which I think is really important to know, but it is amazing. And so Tim is a man with CP and he's a perfect example, Catherine, of someone that you would Underestimate if you just looked at him for face value. Um, he is in a wheelchair. He does have um, the athetoid CP, so he has a lot of, of tremors and movement, um, and he is nonverbal. However, he is a brilliant man. He is on several corporate boards, and um, he uh, participated in the TEDx talk of Santa Barbara with our co founder, Andreas Forsland. The interesting piece here is he uses his toes to access the iPad. Wow. Yes. So that's available
0: five times. (laughs) I I know So that's available.
1: Yep. Go on to cognition.com. That's with an X I O N and you'll see his video there. And it is just incredible. There's one uh, time that we, we turn on, it's called the toe cam. It's the third uh, video and you see him actually using his uh, first two, excuse me, first two toes to use word prediction because it's quicker, but to ask for pizza nearby and I think one other thing. But the rest of it is pre-scripted and pre-programmed into the SpeakPro app so that he could systematically go through just because it takes so long, you know, for him to really develop all of the, the um, phrases that he wants. And that's why we're working on something that takes all the movement out of it and you can just use your mind. I mean, that's just amazing. So that's the space that I'm in, Catherine. And and again, when I say all the things you've ever done have brought you to where you are, this is what I'm doing now. And and every day I wake up so excited.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And I love the cutting edge, just perspectives and projects that you're working on. And it brings hope and um, joy to you know you said like you're so excited to wake up that's what that's what we need we need some hope and some joy inside nice. of our special needs community of all things that are possible if you had to leave some advice for our parents and teachers who are stuck in the trenches right now and by stuck i mean like they feel stuck they feel Um, you know, they feel in the dark, they feel alone. They are frustrated with the lack of resources. They're frustrated with the lack of services. And there seems to be, you know, not a whole lot of light at the end of the tunnel, like coming very quickly. Like we Mm -hmm. thought a lot of this frustration is was going to be gone by now. And it's not. Uh, so just what would you tell them as you just shared four amazing stories you've shared with us, this up and coming technology, what words of wisdom do you have for
1: them? You know, it's what I said to myself when I first started. And also what I say to other people who ask me, you know, what, how can I get involved? And I say, connect. Get on Facebook and connect in these groups that interest you and get out of the groups that are negative and very, um, you know, just negative thinking. Um, I also give you people to um, listen to. So, again, I know I'm, I'm pushing my podcast, but we we do it for a reason. So every, every two weeks um, we interview someone else who is an absolute inspiration and will surprise you, right? Um, but there's also people like Lydia Dolly, L-Y-D-I-A, And then Dolly is D-A-W-L-E-Y. She is a woman who has CP. She is nonverbal. And oh, my God, she does an interview. I think it's weekly on Facebook. And she is incredible. And then she's also created this um, pen. It's called the Naughty Pen, I think. And it has um, a really big bulb at the bottom, which has an electrostatic um, covering so that she can use it to touch her um, AAC on the iPad. Crazy, app, but she's created so it has a really big grasp and she can use it. And so she's also an entrepreneur, you know, I mean, and you need to see her and hear her and hear her interviews because she brings other people on who have disabilities and have communication issues. And both of them are using their um, AAC devices to communicate. You know, it's, it's the successes that you need to immerse yourself in. Um, I have also heard this um, is that parents have to be careful that they're not only following Disability celebrities. And so I am really careful to point that out, Catherine, is that, you know, not everybody is going to be able to stand up and do a TED talk, even though that's a wonderful goal, right? So we need to look at, you know, where our child is at and what are really attainable goals that the whole family is going to work on, you know, the entire tribe and universe is going to work on and not have these, I guess, you know, pie in the sky types of things. And if that happens, then that's such a blessing, right? But you know, it's, it's a journey. And I think that when you surround yourself with positive people and positive stories, it really helps, you know, your, the own infrastructure of your team.
0: I love that. What you just described is like, be in the real world with people who are having real successes. So this, you know, being alone and stuck in the trenches, that's not the real world long-term. This is a short-term thing. We can get out of it. And, that celebrity disability. I loved how you just kind of called that out. You know, that's not just like, I'm not going to be a celebrity in that way of, you know, on TV and the superstar and all of that. But Um, I feel really good in my career and in the, you know, with my family and with my friends. And that's what I think we want for everyone. And these stories that you're sharing, they all have amazing pieces, but they're all connected in different ways. It's all attainable in a different way with your strengths, your weaknesses, your family, your community, all of those things in there. So I love that piece of advice of you don't have to be on the far end of either of those. You can be right in the middle with a bunch of people who are making a ton of differences and an awesome way. Exactly. Well, I want to thank you for being here and sharing those amazing stories. I'll make sure again, everybody, you got to go subscribe to the Exceptional Leaders podcast, go grab the book on Amazon, start to fill your mind with these positive stories and figure out what is possible and find that hope and find that joy. So Meiling, thank you for being here with me today.
1: Thank you, Catherine. This has been fantastic.